Fluffy and Fizzy Sports Lounge is a member of the Pulse Podcast Network. For easy listening and of this and other great podcasts, download the Pulse Podcast Network app free from your app store. Good Friday afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is Drew Fluffy Coates. And Philip Fizzy Barton. And we welcome the Fluffy and Fizzy Sports on. How you doing today there, Barton? Doing good, man. Ready for another uh, weekend of playoff football. Playoff football. It's a sad time of year, though, because, you know, this show we're more associated with college football. But there's still football on. But college football had just recently ended. It's put me and Barton in a little bit down place this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're having to go out of our... Uh... Out of our, uh, yeah, out of our element to the to talk to talk a little filler and stuff. So, well, I think we're both very knowledgeable about both pro and college football. But you know, we this show we're more primarily a college football show. But fluffy, fluffy. yeah, I'm the most knowledgeable. Oh, sorry. <laughs> all right, you're probably the most knowledgeable no. on college football, football, but I'm probably knowledgeable about all around football. So, okay, okay, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> but if you're new to the program, we, uh, me and Barton, we talk about three things on the show. We talk about beer, cigars, some good old football. Yeah, football now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we will get into, you know, the NFL playoffs, you know, later in the show. But we're going to touch base, uh, base on, you know, the national title and, you know, some other news going on around the league. Mm-hmm. But first, we got to start with one thing. What is that, Barton? I start with a couple cold beers. Well, what kind of beer are you starting off with today? I am drinking a beer from the Cigar City Brewing Company down in Tampa, Florida. Mm-hmm. It's a Hala IPA. It's uh, I mean, it's it's you know, it's your typical IPA, but it's got a little uh, orange citrusy flavor there on the front. It does have a nice little bite to it. So if you're mm-hmm. not if you're not an IPA fan, you you're probably not gonna like this one. But but I enjoy it. It's a it's a very good beer to me. Yeah. Well, that's pretty good. Um, Cigar City. That's I've actually heard a lot about that, and that kind of goes right up our alley, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, I I saw this, and believe it or not, I found this in a in a food line of all yeah. you know grocery stores. You know, I saw it sitting on the shelf. And I said, never tried it. I'm just gonna give it a try, see what we got. And uh, don't sleep on food lines now, because food lines tend to have a very good <laughs> beer selection. Like they're on the low key. It's a lot, a lot, a lot of decent beers that they tend to keep out there, as far as craft beer is concerned. Yeah, and I guess it just depends on the area you're in. But I, the one near you know where I stay, it's it's it does a good job of keeping like local beers too, like mm-hmm. keeping, it, keeping it really stocked with local beers and stuff from around the area. Yeah, well, that's the same one. There, there's one right across the street from where we live, and I, if I need to get grab like a six pack of variety, they always seem to have a good variety. So, folks, don't sleep on the food line if you're looking for craft beer. <laughs> Cheers the food line. Cheers the food line. You know, not an unofficial sponsor, evidently. <laughs> <laughs> but um, all right, so you're drinking that. I'm drinking a beer. Actually, a buddy at a, the brewery I go to, Young Vets. A buddy actually brewed his own beer for his okay. wedding. Him and his wife made their own beers for the wedding, which is kind of cool. Um, they call their brewery, you know, the Black Shoe Brewery. And it's not for sale or anything. I just, you know, figured I'd give them a little shout-out for the show because, one, it was sitting in my fridge, and I kind of was thirsty. So. <laughs> <laughs> but this guy's name is Dave, and uh, we call him Shut Up Dave. So he calls his beer, obviously, the Shut Up Dave. And it's a, okay. it's a cold-style beer. And, you know, it's probably been sitting in the fridge for a while because, you know, I've been gone for so long. Um 
it's a cold spirit. It's a, it, I don't know if it's, you know, gotten a little bitter because it's been in the fridge for a little while, but it's actually not bad, but it's just got a little bitterness to it towards the end. But very good beer. Uh, kudos to Dave Roberts for, uh, you know, drink uh, for brewing the beer. Uh, All so, right. So what kind of cigar are you drinking with that beer? Or are you smoking with that beer? <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, I decided I'm going to get down with the Undercrown today. Uh, the Undercrown Shade by Drew Estates. Now, mm-hmm. if, if you're not familiar with Drew Estates or if, if you're just getting into um, smoking cigars or whatever, Drew Estates puts out some delicious cigars. They put out the Acid Line, which is kind of some flavored cigars, if that's your deal, but... They put out some really good cigars, but this one is personally one of my favorites they put out. It's a, mm-hmm. it's an Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper, Sumatran binder, Dominican Nicaraguan filler. Uh, it's medium strength, so it's it's not gonna it's not gonna pack too much punch. Uh, nutty, sweet, cream flavor. It says it has some of the descriptions say it has a, a hint of honey. I don't really get honey out of it, but you know to each their own but there's a reason this thing was rated 91 it's 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 a it's a really good cigar mm-hmm. well i'm dr- i'm smoking a colonial uh it's very and this is a, a brand of cigar that my uh my uh in-laws got another pack for me from uh, uh columbia and that, there's very small my uh, minute little cigars but when it's cold as hell out like it is now <laughs> you know yeah. if you need a 15 minutes cigar break that's pretty much all you're gonna get with these but you know for me i'm like yeah it's too cold to be sitting out there too damn long so <laughs> it's perfect for that this time of year when it's getting a little too too cold outside right now yeah absolutely absolutely so we got the beer we got the cigars it's kickoff time let's get let's get down to <laughs> let's get the show started <laughs> so if you've been living under a rock you would have noticed that you, you still probably would have noticed that clemson just dominated the national title game against alabama <laughs> Yes, they did. So, so I don't. I thought I was expecting a lot closer game, I, as were as were you. <laughs> yeah, I, I think everyone was. If if someone told me, if if someone tries to tell me that they saw Clemson beating Alabama by twenty eight points, they're a liar. Yeah, like uh, I think everyone saw this being an extremely close game, but mm-hmm. Clemson, Clemson. I mean. I think one one of the few times you've ever seen Nick Saban just out coached Alabama, just outmatched, um, and and I really the better team won. So yeah, and people are gonna say like, oh, you know, it just wasn't their day. Well, you know, you get you get a good week of preparation between these games and stuff like that. So and like you said, it's not very often you see Nick Saban out coached. You can't say that they didn't have a lot. Uh, they, they just had more talent because Alabama get, has talent there. That that game should have been a lot closer with the talent that they have there. But it, it just looks like the Saban just did not have a, a good game plan ready, and they just didn't execute that day. So. Th- Alabama just didn't want to be there. Yeah. You, you know, that's, 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 that's didn't want to be there. Oh, yeah, we're going off <laughs> what we said last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, that's, that's the excuse you hear from a lot of SEC schools. Oh, yeah, they just didn't want to be there. I mean that's the, that's the wrong game to say that you know, <laughs> but I mean as far as like Clemson's concerned, they just flat out dominated from the first minute and a half into the game because you know they ran that pick six back a hey, minute and a half into the game. It was just gangbusters hey, after that. And, and what was I mean I'm pretty much every key that we said that Clemson needed to do they did to, to win the game they did it. I yeah. said defense needed to start fast. I mean hell they got a damn pick six. You know, I, 
Mm-hmm. I, I said, get Trevor Lawrence in a rhythm. They did. You know, they, and it didn't take long either. <laughs> and um, I think you said just protect Trevor Lawrence. Don't let mm-hmm. that defensive line get after him. And they didn't and touch And they did you. that. They did, yeah, they didn't touch him. Sack. So not uh, one sack for Alabama. That's that's the that's the key point in the game because like I was saying last week is like if you get him rattled, he'll make a freshman mistake. He didn't get rattled. He didn't make that freshman mistake, and he was playing beyond his years last week. Man, it was just ridiculous. well, he, he's he's really done that since he's he came in. Like, oh yeah, since he I'm started, not... he's he's. I mean, if I told you, if somebody who paid didn't know about him for whatever reason, if you told if I told him this kid is a true freshman. You would, never, you would never yeah, believe it. Yeah, they never would have believed it. But he's uh, he's definitely something else. I think he's a uh, once-in-a-generational talent, definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, like they're talking about uh, him and Tua, you know, if they were to enter this draft, they'd probably be the first two players off the board in this draft. Oh, absolutely. And I, 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 and I, can, I, I can believe. With, first two quarterbacks, anyway, yeah. Yeah, and like Trevor Lawrence, you know, he's saying like three years he wants to – I don't believe he'll be there all three you know, three more years that he has left of eligibility. But, you know, you never know. You know, no. he's, as a college football fan, I hope he stays, you know, to be a senior. But, you know, you know. As a college football fan, you know, I, I don't mind watching generational talents. Mm-hmm. As a South Carolina fan, I wish he could go in the draft this year. <laughs> <laughs> You're being way too partial with that. <laughs> I think but, they should just let him go this year. <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, not saying that Alabama won't be here next year. I think we're looking at another, you know, Clemson-Bama, at least in the, somewhere in the playoff next year. Yeah, uh, just depending both, on how they seed them. They both just recruit so well. You know, oh, yeah. They just – they're they're both – and people are, like, looking at Bama like, oh, is this the end of the Bama dynasty? It's not. It's one year they, they, they've – they'll reload next year. I, and it, – I mean, it's not like they went and lost three, four, five games. I mean, they pretty much rolled up until the national championship game. I mean, they yeah. still went fourteen and one with fourteen pretty much dominant wins. So it's, it's I'd not... say thirteen dominant wins, but yeah, because you know you got that title game. But <laughs> oh well, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Bama's dynasty is not quite is not quite over, folks. So Mm-mm. don't don't sleep on Nick Saban. Yeah, everybody don't... seems everybody seems to be sleeping on Nick Saban. And I've been saying on the show he's never been undefeated. I that that's incorrect. He did go undefeated one time. So you know, I, I have to put, put myself <laughs> I have to put myself on blast because you know on this whole show I've been saying he's never gone undefeated, and that would have been proving my fact this this year but yeah back in 09 he did go undefeated against when winning tech uh against texas in his first national title at bama okay totally forgot about that but you know mm-hmm. we all we're gonna, we have to, we're gonna have to hire a stat uh stat checker for this yeah one. we're gonna have to, we're <laughs> have to you know get that on that free pay- payroll we got here yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> but you know clemson they're they're uh, both teams they're bringing back their starting quarterbacks and, you know, both are bringing back a lot of talent. You know, they both have a talent at the skilled positions, especially Clemson. You Clemson's know. wide receivers, man. Ross, man. That dude. <laughs> that dude. Those, that one-handed catch, I, was, I turned the TV off after that game. It was late at night. I was like, you know what? Game over after that catch. <laughs> that was just, it was a, such a sick catch. I was like, yep, that's the game clincher. Turned it off. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't turn it off, but. I kind of quit paying attention to it at halftime. 
Yeah. Uh, Clemson was starting to roll. I think I, I even actually, I actually texted you. I said, Clemson's got this in the bag. Yeah, you did say that. And uh, so, I, I, you know, I, I kept watching, but I wasn't watching, if that makes any sense. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just – it got to the point where you're like, you're hoping that Bama can just get a stop, and they just couldn't get a stop. That Trevor Lawrence was just making – and it wasn't the fact that, that Bama wasn't getting him in third and longs. They were getting him in the third and longs. Trevor Lawrence was just converting those. And as a quarterback – that's what you need to do as a quarterback is get out, get complete third down passes. But sometimes, but I wonder though, because Bama was moving the ball. They were yeah. like they were running the ball like very yeah. well, and it's like they got they get where they would get down towards the thirty, the twenty into the red zone, and then they would try to start throwing the ball or try you know, and they just that, they just couldn't get the ball in the end zone. That fake field goal was pretty good. That's a pretty terrible call. Yeah, that, he, he went full Kirby Smart on us on that. He one. went. To, he, he now we see where Kirby Smart got it from. You know, yeah. being, the, for being the protege of you know Dick Saban. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, like I said, like the, going into next year, it's going to be one and two next year too. So it's not. It's not. It's not. It's pretty obvious that like both teams are just going to be next year. And and this has been a big topic this week. Um, as we as we transition as we start to close the book on college football for this season, um, mm-hmm. do you think that this matchup, you know, the Alabama Clemson matchup being three or four national championship past four years straight, uh, counting the semifinal last year, do you think that that's a bad for college football? I don't. Cause you know, we want rival. That's what's so great about college football is that there's so many awesome rivalries. You know, you got the, Iron Bowl, you know, you got the Michigan and Ohio State game, and now this, you got this game, you know, mm-hmm. it, this is, and this is actually probably a little bit better in some ways because they're always, it's, you know, they decide, you know, the first two were down to the wire and they're always in games where that matter and they're out of conference. That's another thing. Yeah. It's like, it's not supposed to happen and it just does. And yeah, the, play, the college football committee tends to make it happen, especially like last year. They kind of, they kind of forced that issue last year. But it's one of those things, like, it's good for the game. And it happens, and they always play at a time where it matters most when it's in the playoff. And it's one of those things that you can be mad about it if you want, but you can't deny it. They, they, the, the first, at least the first two games, they put, those are two awesome games to watch. See, that's, see, I agree with you, but at the same time, I disagree with you. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's bad for the game that they play every year or, you know, they've had the past four years. But like you said, the first two games were these epic games that left people wanting more. Mm-hmm. Like these past two have just been complete duds. Mm-hmm. Now I think that's bad for the game, especially when it happens in your national championship game. Yeah, now, but you can't blame them for this year because you know both teams were undefeated. You know they both. Oh you know, no 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 they they both deserve to be in this year, but. Last year was a little <laughs> yeah. If they you know if the first two games, which I, I get it, every game's not going to be an instant classic. You know, every game's mm. not going to be this super you know competitive game that comes down to a last second touchdown throw. But I if it if they play every year, you get they, sick they, of it. They need to be more. They need to be more entertaining mm-hmm. than than they don't need to be like the last two games. Which you know, college football committee doesn't have any control over that. They don't have any control over which team. I mean, they. Who? I mean, no one knew that Alabama was going to come out and just get completely dominated. So yeah, everybody thought it was going to be like you know the first two games, where they just you know it was just back and forth affair. Whereas this year was just kind of like more of a dude. 
Yeah, my my fizzy's score projector was was wrong. Completely wrong, you know. It, it had thirty-one to thirty Alabama. And that was not even close. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> neither one of us, neither one of us saw this coming at all. So, but you know, as we get off of the national title game, we still got college football news. Oh. You know, um, going to bring up Kyler Murray. You know, he's coming up. He's uh the ace of you know expected are expecting him to enter the NFL draft. Do you yeah. think it's a good smart move by Kyler Murray to go into the draft, or do you think he should go play baseball? Um. I I actually think that this is a smart move, mm-hmm. and this is why. Baseball can always be his fallback. Now, will he get the money that he would have gotten had he just go ahead and signed for being a first-round pick? Maybe not, but he could pull a Tim Tebow, except with not so many years in the middle. Mm-hmm. Go, try, go try your hand at the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know, play two, three seasons. If if it's clear it's not going to work for you, if, you, if it's clear you're not going to be an NFL starting quarterback, Go play baseball. Mm. You will get on the baseball team. There are a million of them. You might have to start at AAA, but you will get on – or single A or double A, whatever. But you will get on a baseball team, and you can always play baseball. Yeah. So, I, 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 don't, I don't blame him one bit. Now, people say he's stupid for walking away from the money or something like that, but money aside, take the money out of it. If, if he wants to play football, go try it. Mm-hmm. And, like I said, and he can always just go back to baseball. Well, I was I was watching a video on YouTube, and I, I shared a video of his, I believe, last week about uh, his a uh, guy named Flimlo Raps on uh, he's on YouTube. I think I sent you a video of it mm-hmm. last week, and he brought up the fact that he he's not a he's not going to be a major league pitcher. That's where the money is in major league, and yeah, it takes he, and it takes he would have to go up from single A. He was he was drafted as a prospect, and yeah, he's a very highly touted prospect, but it's going to take him years to even get up to the majors to make that good money. Yeah. Where, and, and whereas he would enter the draft, if he were to get drafted in the first round or even in the second round, he'd be getting paid more than the contract he got He got guaranteed money in from the A's. Yeah. And, so, so in retrospect, it's probably the smartest move for him to go into the NFL where he can, you know, make starting quarterback money as opposed to, you know, minor league money for the next couple of years. And, and yeah, like, and like we're talking, you know, he goes, it doesn't work. He has to go to, say, double A. Say he, he'll get picked up by a team in baseball, he goes to double A. Well, mm. that's, that's where he would have started anyway, right? Yeah. I mean, so. But the process, people are like, oh, yeah, he got drafted by the major leagues. But it's a longer process for baseball than it is for football. Cause oh, football, abso- yeah, absolutely. Football, they just throw you in because you, you only have so many years. Baseball, you have time to mature. Yeah. Would, you have time to groom and everything at that would, point. When but, you draft a first-round player in – Football, he's expected to come in and contribute right away. Yeah. When you draft the first round player in baseball, you know you know he's going to have to go through the farm system. Now, it may, yeah. some go longer than others. You know, it may be it may be six months, and then he's he's called up to the big leagues. Mm-hmm. But he's going to have to go through the farm system, and there's going to be a there's going to be a learning period there. So well, I think it's a smart move overall. Well, here's the only example like I really know of like firsthand. Um, uh, Josh Hader. We all know jo- Josh Hader, the Milwaukee Brewers uh, reliever, one reliever of the year this year. Mm-hmm. He, he graduated with my sister at Old Mill High School back in 2012. He got drafted right out of high school. He didn't get. He didn't start playing in the majors till 2000, like halfway through the 2017 season. So that whole gap, he was just in the minor league system. So you got to think about that, and that's as a pitcher. Like, I mean, 
you can only imagine how long it would take. You know, I mean, obviously, probably a pitcher probably takes a little bit longer than the outfielder or whatnot. But that's just how – that just shows you how slow the process could be. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, and, yeah, he's yeah, – he, and, yeah, he's, like, killing it now. But, you know, that's a whole lot of years in the NFL that he could use – uh, to be a, yeah, to be a to, quarterback. Yeah. But at the same time, though, he could be wasting his years in the NFL. Those could be years that he could be using to work his way up through the minor leagues. Yeah, but, but it's also it's also probably – he probably is more of a – he was a four-year starter in high school. I think he loves football more than he loves baseball. I and think who that's would? What, and who wouldn't? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> obviously we do. But, you know – a lot of, you see a lot of these like players who are like baseball and football athletes. A lot of them take baseball for the money, and some of them don't have that option to play football. Well, he has both, so I I, I think he's doing the right thing, trying to pursue his. You know, I don't know if it's his dream to play in the NFL. I think he's just taking what's financially probably best for him. But you know, credit give credit to him. He's probably going to be he's probably one of the best athletes that we've uh, ever seen in our generation because. Especially if he gets drafted in the first round, there is nobody, no one has ever been drafted in the first and first round of the NFL or the major league draft. Yeah, well, that'd be something to see. Maybe he's going just to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but getting on from that, um, uh, from one quarterbacks to the to, other, to the others <laughs> that we got. Yeah, um, Jalen Hurts. You know, I think he's been announced that he's actually going to transfer mm-hmm. uh, officially now. Um, you know, kudos to him for hanging in there this year. He wanted to try to win the quarterback job this year. Didn't work out that way. But, yeah. You know, but it, it, I think he looks a lot better by staying there than leaving. He, he's also a graduate transfer, right? Yeah. So he'll so be able to play it right like, away. It's not like he's just like, I'm not getting to play. Hmm, I'm leaving. Like, he's, you know, he's graduated. So he'll be. So, so it's, it, I, to me, that looks a little bit better with him mm-hmm. being a graduate transfer than, like, if he would have left last year, just like, oh, well, I'm not getting to play. <laughs> yeah, well, it showed, you know, especially came full circle during the SEC championship game where he came in after Tua got hurt, and yeah, his, gonna... pa- his patience paid off. He'll still always be an Alabama legend in my eyes. Yeah, they're going to make a Disney movie about that one oh, day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he still has a national title, even though, like, like the, he didn't actually win the national title, but he still put he still won the fourteen games to get them up to the or thirteen thirteen games to get them up to that point. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, give him give him some kind of credit. He's still an out like even in the national title game that he lost, he he was in a full fledged duel with Deshaun Watson in that game where he was throwing the ball like just like Deshaun Watson, and basically came down to the last play of the game. So that he didn't have the ball in his hand. So Jalen Hurts will always be in a lot uh, well respected in Alabama, especially after that SEC game. So let me ask you this about Jalen Hurts. Okay. Now that his Alabama time is behind him, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about the Vegas odds or where people think, you know, where people seem to think he's going to land. Because right now I saw the odds come out. They said like Houston is like the favorite to land him. But let's put that aside. Where do you personally think that he would fit in? Well, as far as like, I think what he wants to do is improve his uh, throwing game and, you know, place that does that well, where it also shows his running ability, Oklahoma, where Kyler Murray is just now leaving. So Mm -hmm. I think, and then they're going to need somebody to replace him and groom the guy behind him. So, well, uh, this was just, uh, before we started recording, 
it come on that Austin Kendall, Oklahoma's who is expected to compete for Oklahoma's starting job this year, is now in the transfer portal. Oh snap! So uh, I agree with you on Oklahoma. I think mm-hmm. that that would be a good fit. I think Jalen Hurts, like you said, he he wants to go somewhere where he can develop himself for the NFL. You know, develop himself as a passer mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. But I think he also, if if you're gonna if you got one season left, you want to go somewhere where you to a team that's ready to compete. All they need is just a quarterback, mm-hmm. and I, and I think Oklahoma fits that bill. Yeah, they um, always have offensive talent to surround him where he can throw, where he will be able to throw to somebody that can make yeah. a play on the ball. And they're, I mean, they're going to be in, you know, they're going to be in competition for, for the Big Twelve and for, um, obviously for the national championship. But I just thought it was interesting that Austin Kendall is now put his name out there for transfer. Yeah, with Jalen Hurts out there available. Um, another one that's interesting to me it may not necessarily be a good fit. It may not necessarily be um, because, you know, to compete for a championship, but Maryland. That would be an interesting one. Mike Loxley, who's mm-hmm. obviously been in Alabama the past couple seasons, is going to uh, – is, is obviously, you know, the head coach now at Maryland. And maybe he wants to play for him his last season. And these last in these last year or two, Maryland has had talent on the perimeter. They just haven't had a solid quarterback play. And – if they can get a solid quarterback, they can end up put they can put their name in at least be in the discussion to make an ACC championship run. You big know, 10. Or a big sorry, forgot that they're <laughs> in the Big Ten. That's how bad they've been playing. Yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, uh, from from what I've read though, it seems like now I think it's at Miami and Jalen Hurts seems to have mutual interests with each other. So mm-hmm. despite you know. Our personal thoughts on it, it, don't be surprised if he ends up at Miami. Yeah. Uh, well, well, another guy putting his name in the transfer portal, which I don't know where they came up with this term transfer portal from. Well, you're going to hear uh, it another time when we talk about this guy because okay. something interesting as well has happened. So, go ahead. <laughs> uh, Tate Martell, mm-hmm. where Justin Fields has said he's transferring, and he's, I think he's enrolling this – I think he's already enrolled this week. Mm-hmm. Um, he's put his name in the transfer portal. Now, wouldn't it – now, when you hear transfer portal, he's not saying he's transferring, but he's given other colleges permission to talk yeah, to him. Yeah, they're allowed to talk to him. So he isn't officially <clears throat> transferring. He's just like, hey, I'm kind of interested in leaving. What schools want me? Kind yeah, of thing. who's going to pay me the most money? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not exactly like that, but yeah, sure, we'll go with that. But, um, oh, look, I just got a notification. Uh, hurts to visit Maryland. Oh, oh hey. hey, look at breaking news. Breaking news. But, yeah, getting back to Tate Martell. Um, so that backup, uh, that transfer portal, mm-hmm. Oregon, as backup quarterback Braxton Burmeister has put his name in the backup portal. Uh, God, I keep calling it the backup portal. The, well, trans- it is. <laughs> <laughs> the transfer portal. And I think that Tate Martell may be a really good fit for Oregon because – He would have to sit out a year. He's, well, he's going to have to sit – I don't know. Unless he gets a waiver. Yeah. Um, he's going to have to sit out a year anyway. What better quarterback to sit behind for one season than Justin Herbert? Justin Herbert, Herbert. yeah. Yeah. And then he comes in with this recruiting class that Oregon's got coming in. They're probably going to have another one coming in the year that he's eligible to play. Mm-hmm. And you know, Oregon to me, Oregon is still in that kind of a building phase. Yeah, 
So, I mean, you got to have a solid quarterback to build around. He's going to that, – that'll be two solid recruiting classes and a highly touted quarterback that they can build around. I, to me, that that fits. Um, yeah. What's what's your thoughts on that, Fluffy? I think <laughs> I think you're absolutely right in that respect because I mean, he, if he can't get approved, he'd have to sit a year out. Which means, who would you rather sit behind than Justin Herbert, who was supposed to be the number one quarterback coming into the draft this year? Mm-hmm. So, him him coming out this this year would be, you know, I think would be an awesome. Uh, Awesome fit for him, you know, gives him – it's almost the same offense, honestly. It's mm-hmm. practically the same spread op, spread option offense that he ran, ran Ohio State. So it wouldn't be that much of a learning curve. Plus, you get – you know, you save the year of eligibility. You wouldn't have to go into the if, – if you have a good year, you probably would – because uh, him sitting out a year, he wouldn't have to go into the draft with, you know, with Tua or even maybe Justin Fields if he were to decide to come out around the same time. So I mean, he has he it it'd be the best decision for him. And I have I have one more. This mm-hmm. is thinking this is uh, outside the box, but not so far outside the box. What about Alabama? Assuming he's got to sit out a year. Well, the thing now, is, the I thing know, is, they're took, high on Tua's little brother. Yeah, I was about to say. I think they have Tua. I don't know if he's committed or he's already committed. He's already coming yeah. in, so he's already going to sit behind Big Brother for a year if Tua decides to come out after next year and then take the reins as a, you know, either a sophomore or a redshirt freshman. Mm-hmm. And if I think they're, they're trying to say that he's better than his uh, brother. Don't exactly know about that. Uh, but- I saw, I saw one game of his this year and he didn't exactly play all that well, but you know, we'll see how it goes. Uh, not exactly like my, my forte to kind of guess on how co- uh, high school football transit goes. <laughs> At college, especially at that level, so yeah. But yeah, I think I don't think Bama would be the best place for him, just because you know, if even if uh, Tua's little brother doesn't exactly pan out, they always get five star players to kind of come fill in anyway. So okay, but, so, so you just just shoot my Bama my Bama thought down. You huh? just it was... started out. It's fine. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so so we're clo- so we're closing out on college football. Oh, tear. Tier, tier. Tier. Oh, I know. We'll still, you know, any news we hear throughout the week, we'll still bring that up first as our priority because, you know, this is our priority as our show goes on. We'll probably talk about Senior Bowl stuff mm-hmm. and Combine draft stuff because that kind of merges everything, college football and pro football together and all that. But we're, uh, we're going to get into some NFL games. Like I said, like we won't stop up the college football stuff, but, you know, we got to talk about something. We can't, just make a, <laughs> we can't just make our shows 10, 15 minutes. You know, that would be, you know, pointless at this point. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to, we're going to start with the first game tomorrow at uh, the four o'clock game. It's a uh, Colts and Chiefs. Chiefs are the five and a half point favorites. Uh, who are you picking for this game? Okay. So uh, I'm torn on this one mm-hmm. because last week I picked the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl. They were one of my Super Bowl teams. But I yeah. also said that the Colts were going to be my Cinderella team. And you, you can't be much of a Cinderella if you go out into the, uh, the divisional round. You know, that's, yeah. not, that's not much of a Cinderella. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but So I'm going to hedge my bet at the end of this one. But okay. um, I, I think Andrew, Andrew Luck, T.Y. Hilton, Marlon Mack, they should get theirs. 
against the Chiefs defense. Oh yeah. But the here's the thing about the Chiefs defense. Uh they're only giving up 18 points per game at home. As bad mm-hmm. as they've been this year or statistically as bad as they've been this year. Uh 18 points a game at home is not bad at all. Yeah. And the Colts defense is pretty good, but I don't think they faced a offense quite like what the Chiefs bring to the table. So so I, I'm going to put it this way. I'm going to take Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pat is that Mahomes, your... I'm, I'm not backing away from my Super Bowl pick. That's my Pat Mahomes voice. Okay, is that from the Gridiron Heights stuff? <laughs> <laughs> That's just the way he talks. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm not going to back down from my Chiefs going to the Super Bowl because I made that pick. So I'm not backing okay. out of that. But right, that's, that's fair. But I will say this. Close. I'm pulling for the Colts. Mm-hmm. I, I'm picking the Chiefs, but I'm pulling for the Colts. <laughs> All right, that I, I can I can get with you on that. I can I can I can uh, I can smoke with your smoke gun with that. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually I'm hedging th- my bets a little bit on that one. Now here's an interesting matchup. I had said this during the national title game. The matchup to watch for in this game is going to be you know the edge rushers that you know as bad as the Chiefs' defense is, they do have some talented ed- edge rushers. Mm-hmm. Against that Colts offensive line, which is the best offensive line in the league. I don't care mm-hmm. what anybody says. That's the best offensive line. They're making a star out of Marlon Mack, man. Like, Mack's <laughs> the poor man's Le'Veon Bell. He is. He does everything <laughs> for them. I picked him up in fantasy. Kudos to him for helping me win. <laughs> <laughs> but I, after seeing – like, I picked Houston, the, you know, that was my, you know, Cinderella Super Bowl team. Obviously, that didn't pan out. Womp, but, womp. <laughs> womp, womp. So, but just seeing how dominant that defense looked against the the Texans' offense, you know, yes, they're very banged up on offense. I get that as far as Houston's concerned, but I think the way that you know Andrew Luck is playing right now, and mm-hmm. as bad as that defense can be, I'm going to go with the upset. I'm going to go with the Colts going to the AFC Championship game next week, man. Okay, and I just got a good feeling about them. If not, they're at least going to cover. Okay, well, I. <laughs> um, I wouldn't mind seeing that, but Pat Mahomes does not approve that message. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kermit. <laughs> All right, going from that to the night game tomorrow night, we got the Cowboys who had a very, you know, pretty impressive. I don't know if it's an impressive win against Seattle, but you know they showed a lot of they showed a lot of heart in that game against Seattle. They're going to Los Angeles to play the Rams. Rams are a seven-point favorite. Who do you have in this game? Um, I'm going Rams. Uh, the rush defense hasn't been very good, which is not a good matchup against, of course, Ezekiel Elliott. But the mm-hmm. defense has made stops late in games. Yeah. Uh, plus, they're getting Todd Gurley back, which, you know, now, you know, Jared Goff throwing the ball, Todd Gurley, you know, on the ground. Uh, I, I'm going to Rams on a close one. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Rams, too. Um the Cowboys defense is very good, and I think they could. I'm not saying that they can't win. I'm. I think they could win, mm-hmm. but I'm just. I. I think their luck just runs out. I think the Rams just too much firepower in Los Angeles. Um, hopefully, they can get a crowd there. You know. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hopefully they can sell out that Coliseum for once. Well, but, it's probably gonna be mostly Cowboy fans anyway. Yeah, but um. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Rams on this one, man. I I I I think the Cowboys could, you know, make a. I think they they have building blocks for next year for sure. 
they just need to shore up that second there, though. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I, and also I think at the end of the day, the, did you fall down? No, I'm here. <laughs> I think at the end of the day, the Rams are just the better team. Okay, so going on to that to Sunday games, we got the Chargers at the Patriots. Um, I want Philip Rivers. He's zero seven against you know Tom Brady. Uh huh. I I want them. I want him to you know get a ring before because I think out of that you know that O four draft class, you know with Eli and Phil and uh, Big Ben, I think he's the most talented. I think he's had the better career, but he's just had no talent on his team. Yeah, I can I can absolutely agree with that. He because if he had the talent that Eli or Big Ben inside, he'd probably have three rings right now. Yeah, and, I, I mean, I yeah, I, I can agree with that. Yeah, because and this is the year he could he has he has the talent. He has a defense that can you know make the stops. Mm-hmm. He has he has a great running back in Melvin Gordon. He has great receivers on the outside. He's I don't know he's getting Hunter Henry back. I don't know how effective he's going to be, but he's coming back. I just don't think t- this is his year. You can't give Bill Belichick two weeks to prep for your team. You just can't. So you're going with the Pats. I'm going with the empire that is the New England Patriots. Yeah, I'm I'm going to have to agree with you. Uh, I, like you said, I, I think that the Chargers, from top to bottom, are the better team. Uh, you know, Phillip Rivers is having a hell of a year, but it's playoffs. Mm. It's Bill Belichick. It's Tom, it's Tom Brady. Tom freaking Brady, man. They're at home. They're eight and zero at home this year. Mm-hmm. And I and I honestly think that the Patriots have one of the more underrated defenses. Yeah, you know? and they're just getting better. I'm gonna have to agree with you. I'm going with the Patriots as well. Yeah. Um, and and we get to see them in another AFC championship. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we 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 want Philip Rivers to get a ring, and I just, you know, I just. I mean, he's got a good name. Year. He's got a good name. Uh huh. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but going on from that game, we got the the Cinderella Eagles. You know, mm-hmm. they're looking pretty impressive on making another Super Bowl run. Mm-hmm. They're going. They're going to uh, New Orleans. And the last, the first time they played, they just got destroyed. They didn't even if if uh you gave the uh Saints forty points to win, they would they took they would have cleared that. Yeah, it was <laughs> what forty eight to seven or something yeah, like that. Some, yeah, something like that, something crazy. But this is a different uh, Philadelphia Eagles team. They are playing red hot right now. They are playing, and Nick Foles is leading that charge. Even though he threw two picks last week, he still rallied that team to you know to win the game last week. You blame Nick. You can blame uh, what's his name, Cody Parkey, all you want, but you know that it was blo- it was a block kick. You can't really do much about it. So yeah, you could say they. The, I mean, you blame Cody Parkey, but the uh, exactly. begin with, but yeah, exactly. But. So, but who, who do you have in this game? They, uh, Saints are eight point favorite. I think it's going to be a little closer than that. I, I'm going New Orleans. Okay, uh, obviously. I'm going New Orleans. I picked them to be in the Super Bowl, but uh, 40 points per game in the last five games that they've played in the Superdome that Drew Brees has played in. Obviously, they didn't play. He didn't play the last week against the um, the Panthers. Mm-hmm. But I got a uh, refreshed offensive line, a refreshed Alvin Kamara, refreshed uh, Ted Ginn Jr. is a, a second option 
I, I just got to think that they're going to be at the end. Of, I think it's going to be close. I, I agree with you on it. it's going to be close, but I think at the end of the day, the um, the, the Saints and just overall talent is going to is going to end Nick Foles' mythical status. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as you know, it's a great story for Nick Foles. It really is. Like he has bounced around, and people forget he is a Pro Bowl quarterback. At he time. is. Yeah, he really. Yeah, and he will get paid. Um, next year when he becomes a free agent. Some team is going to want him, you know, to kind of mentor a young quarterback somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you. I'm not, I think the Saints, you know, they're just too good. I think this could be a year they make the soup. They give uh, Drew another ring and maybe he'll retire after that. I don't know. Okay. Stop, <laughs> stop piling up stat, stats and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So for the AFC championship, you have the Colts versus the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I have the Chiefs versus the Patriots, and for the NFC Championship, we're both on the Rams and the Saints. The Saints, so, yeah, yeah. It's a, it, I think, and God, man, it's sad that there's only what one, two, three, four, five games left. Yeah, there's. It's, yeah, it's it's sad, man. Like it, it's winding down. <laughs> it, it, football season goes by so fast, and yet it's like the all the other all all the other. Uh, you know, NBA, NHL, MLB, they just seem like they last so long compared to NFL. It comes so so quick and gone. <laughs> it does. I wish it was like baseball where it lasted nine months a year. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> man, if only, if only, man, if only. But then, you know, we wouldn't feel so joyous when it comes back. Oh, yes. August is a wonderful time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. It's bad when you get so – it's the only time of year where anybody gets excited for uh, exhibition games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> August is like Christmas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> August like, you, like... you get amped up for that uh, can't, that uh, Hall of Fame game. Yeah, yeah. You're like, yes, it's back. It sucks, but it's back. And you know the thing <laughs> is, it doesn't matter. Like, obviously, you know, South Carolina, Clemson, you know, uh, South Carolina, Wisconsin, uh, a Green Bay fan, but it doesn't matter how good or bad they might be. We're just ready for it to be back. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's football, you know. It starts over every time of year, but we'll get more into that as the season officially ends after the Super Bowl. So but, I, I have a question, real quick. Yeah, if Nick Foles, let's say he wins the Super Bowl this year, right? Uh huh. We're 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 going out on a limb here. Yeah. Could you make an argument for what he's done? Like for the little bit of time that he's played, because he he's only like the most games he's ever started in a season, I believe, is like eleven or twelve. Well, he's never about he, fourteen. He's, he's never started a full season. And four in thirteen, I believe, when we were on deployment, I think he started like thirteen. Yeah, he's never started a full season though. Yeah. Um, could you make an argument that he, he might be a Hall of Famer? <laughs> No, not a Hall of Famer. Are you kidding? But I mean, he's, I he's a pro a- bowler. He's a pro bowler. He's a uh, he, two-time well, Super Bowl champion. Well, you that's know. the same thing as saying Jim Plunkett should be in the Hall of Fame. He he's he's got two Super Bowl rings, and he's not a hall, in the Hall of Fame either. Did Jim Plunkett out uh, out duel Tom Brady? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a no. That's uh, a little bit of reach. <laughs> <laughs> Hot take. But, but in saying that, I could make an argument that they sign him to a longer deal and end up giving, you know, trading away Carson Wentz. You know, because think about, you know, yeah, Carson Wentz played really well last year. He struggled this year. And the theme really started to come along with Nick Foles at the helm. 
like you can honestly make an argument that Nick Foles could end up being if if and this is only if he ends up bleeding them to another Super Bowl, which he's not because he's we, not. We, 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 we have we, already made our picks. We already know. But if he beats <laughs> man, here I'll tell you what: if he beats if he beats New Orleans, game on, man. Yeah, that, they, yeah, that, that, game on for shit's man. Like, getting serious. If he beats New Orleans, yeah, like. <laughs> And that'll be an interesting game to watch. And honestly, I would honestly put like I was saying is like I can make honestly make an argument that a lot of Philly fans would argue that he needs to be the starting quarterback over Carson Wentz. I think what they should do is they should just keep him. And re- whether Wentz is hurt or not, about week fourteen, yeah, just start him. Yeah, but you can't. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, it, it's definitely an argument. I mean, it's. I don't know. If, if I'm a Philly fan, I'm not sure what you want to do because yeah. I think Carson Wentz is the better quarterback. But but, but <laughs> Nick, Nick Foles is winning, magic. winning he, shit. I mean, he's the magic man, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a, it's it's something to look into these next couple of weeks. You know, if he wins this week, you know, Philly fans will start talking. They. <laughs> They don't shut up when they when they're on a hot streak. So yeah, they don't shut up when they're eight and eight. So yeah. It's <laughs> but as a preview for next week, we'll get into some of uh, these coaching hires at the NFL. Some questionable ones. Yeah, uh, a, lot, we, a, a couple of questionable ones. Yeah, we'll get more of that. We kind of wanted we wanted to let them go ahead and fill out what they're going to be first. Yeah, but we'll we'll talk. We'll get in more depth about that next week. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, I think that's all we got this week, folks. Uh, you got anything else you had there, Barton? Um, all I'm going to say is if you like what you hear, go to Facebook, search Fluffy and Fizzy Sports Lounge, give our page a like, uh, like us on Twitter at Fluffy and Fizzy, and also give Pulse Podcast Network a like at Pulse Podnet on Twitter. Okay. Well, that's all. That's all we got this week, folks. Uh, for Philip Fizzy Barton, I'm Drew Fluffy Coats. You guys drink responsibly and stay safe out there. Have a good night. Cheers, guys.